What's up? Jason Tatum here. Ball up wherever you are with NBA 2K Mobile. Playing game events to collect NBA legends and rising stars to assemble your dream team and settle things on the court. NBA 2K Mobile lets you put together your dream team with your favorite NBA legends and current GOATs. Download NBA 2K Mobile now on the App Store and Google Play. everybody to another edition of MLB DFS Pickets, your Thursday, July 4th edition. Hope everybody has a great 4th of July. Be safe out there. Have some fun with friends, family, and whatever else you have planned. But keep it safe. Don't do anything too stupid as it's just another day, folks. But enjoy it. It's a very, very fun day around the country. Uh, we have a six-game early slate. Starts about two Eastern time. And then a four-game main slate. I'll cover them both real quickly for you. Heads up on the weather throughout the whole day. Milwaukee, Cincinnati, rain picks up throughout the day. Same with Detroit, Chicago, and Chicago, Pittsburgh. Um, it doesn't seem like it gets more than 20%, probably scattered. But keep an eye on that. We don't want to see that happen all over again. The totals on this slate, Detroit, Chicago, 9.5. Brewers, Reds, 9. Cubs, Pirates, 9.5. Twins, A's, 9.5. Cardinals, Mariners, waiting on that one. Uh, Yankees raise nine. So you have totals of nine or above everywhere. And then you got Red Sox, Blue Jays, 10 for the for the late slate. Red Sox, Blue Jays, 10. Phillies, Braves, 10. Angels, Rangers, 11. Padres, Dodgers, 8. So as you can tell, there's only one game on the entire day. If you played the two-game early slate, started at 11.05 Eastern. Totals are 10 and 9.5. There will literally be fireworks on and off the field this 4th of July. It's going to be a wild one. And if you hit the two pitchers on your DraftKings slate, well, then you are money ahead, folks. Let's talk about those pitchers on that six-game slate. You got three guys over 10K. Jose Barrios at 11,000. I will not be going to it Oakland. If he pitches great, I'll tip my cap. But Matt Boyd, 10-6 at the White Sox. We talked about him on Monday when the game got rained out. Very good player. He's faced him once this year, 23.3 points, six innings, two earned, nine Ks. Big thing with Boyd is his strikeout rate is through the roof, which allows for some hiccups at times. He's given up four earned runs or more in three straight starts. But if you also go back, he's given, he has struck out six or more in uh, nine of his last ten. The increased strikeout rate has been tremendous for Matthew Boyd. And he's um, facing a Chicago White Sox team that you can definitely take advantage of the situation. Uh, a White Sox team that... Da, 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 da. Strikes out 26% of the time versus left-handed pitching. Uh, Boyd, 31% K rate. Lots of fly balls, though. Lots of hard contact. Leads to a few runs here or there. So it's uh, it's not the most you know trustworthy play, but a very, very good one nonetheless. Team total of 4.8 for the White Sox. They have a 320 Woba and a 143 ISO versus left-handed pitching, which is quite surprising when you have a Brayu McCann and company that crush lefties. That shows you how much the rest of the lineup doesn't do jack squat. Uh, the other guy above 10K, Luis Castillo, and his beautiful, beautiful fall off the table changeup. Absolutely. It's, it's a good way to celebrate and swoon on the 4th of July is watch Luis Castillo throw a changeup. Uh, he's got really good stuff, 10K. He's, uh, he's faced Milwaukee three times this year. He struck out 17 and 13 in the third, averaging 10 points a game versus Cincy. 
But, um, you know, last start against Chicago, 22 at Milwaukee was rough. But then, um, oh, he's facing Milwaukee, who he struggled against. Yeah, at Milwaukee, three and two-thirds, four earned. So you take his last start against Milwaukee out. He's basically thrown 10 innings, given up five runs. Uh, so a little less damage. Still not great. Milwaukee might have his number. Yeah, but both two of those starts are at Milwaukee. He had a minus 3.4. So you have four earned at Milwaukee in, let's do the quick math here, two and two-thirds. Four earned in three and two-thirds, so six innings, eight earned. So you take that out, he threw seven and a third and gave up one run at home against Milwaukee this year. That's what I'm talking about. Always been much better at home than on the road with Louis Castillo at 10K. And Milwaukee's offense, they have a bunch of home run hitters. There's no questioning that. Yellick had the day off yesterday, so there's a great chance he's in the lineup today. But Milwaukee strikes out 24% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Louis at 28.5% K rate, 56%. Ground ball rate. Milwaukee has a 4.5 team total. Lefties 310, righties 237 off Luis Castillo. All pitchers on the slate are going to have risk to them. Luis Castillo has tremendous upside. So does Matt Boyd. But I love Castillo's upside more. I think people go to Boyd more because of the White Sox. I think you might get Luis Castillo at a little lower ownership. And for that reason alone, big fan of Luis Castillo today at 10,000. Because he's got 30-point upside, 20-point I'd say 18 to 20 point floor, unless just all the wheels come off the bus, which is always possible. But as long as he goes out there and gets you six plus innings, the strikeouts will be there. Quality start with upside will be there. Lots to like from Louis Castillo. Sorry if you hear a little noise today. It's a holiday, so the dogs are running around the office today. Um, they're, they're keeping me company. They're, they were laying down right before I hit record. Now it's like they know the mic's on. And they want to let everyone know they are here. So I'm just letting you know if you hear a little chitter chatter on the, uh, the hardwood floor, it's them just walking around being silly. Um, all right, last guy in this top range, Brandon Woodruff, 9400 bucks at the Cincinnati Reds. Um, Woodruff's been very, very good this year. Uh, 16 points on the road, 16 points at home. He's faced the, the, the Reds twice this year. One's out of the bullpen, I'm assuming. Seven innings, three earned 12 Ks in those seven innings. He's averaging 16.5 points per appearance. His last two starts uh, against Pittsburgh, 27-1, um, and then against Cincinnati for 33 DraftKings points. He was outstanding. So he went seven innings, three earned. His other appearance, he didn't even record an out. That shows you the difference out of the bullpen. So uh, pitched really, really well in that last start against Cincinnati. Struck out 12 and seven innings pitched. I think Woodruff goes virtually unowned in this matchup since he strikes out 24% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Uh, They have a team total of 4.45. It is the lowest on this slate. The lowest. Lefty 315, righty 264. First, Brandon Woodruff. So I think when you're looking up top here, I got Luis Castillo one, I got Woodruff two, and I got Boyd three. I think Boyd will be the most popular for one. I think Luis Castillo has humongous upside. I think Woodruff will be the lowest owner of this group. So it depends on how you want to differentiate on a six-game slate. I really like uh, Castillo and Woodruff quite a bit. Everything's risky. Blow-up potential all over baseball. But if I have to break it down in a nutshell, I'm going there. All right, a little bit lower down here. You got Tommy Malone at seventy six hundred bucks at home against the St. Louis Cardinals. Um, really, really good stuff from Malone overall this season, but very surprising. 13, 13, 22, 17 of the last four. He's had a bunch of twenty point games, and it's been quite surprising with Tommy Malone. And he faces a St. Louis Cardinals team that you can take advantage of. They're not as good as they once were. They strike out almost 23% of the time versus left-handed pitching. Malone's got a 24% K rate of his own. Uh, when you look at it a little farther, there's even more to like about Tommy Malone. 
Um, when you're facing St. Louis, we already talked about the strikeout rate. Uh, they have a, we're waiting for the team total, but lefties 314, righties only 265 versus Malone. Interesting reverse splits there. And St. Louis, a 316 Woba, which is good, or okay, but a 169 ISO is nothing to get too excited about. Yes, Jose Martinez is playing more, but he hits left or righties better than lefties so far. I got like Tyler O'Neill will be out there and whatnot, which is good and all. But uh, as a whole, Malone's a very good look there at 7,600. Uh, and then on a slate where you're going to have to get weird, Michael Walker at 61 is worth a dart. Uh, to try to slow down a Seattle offense. But the one I like, for all of us that ranted and raved on Monday night in the chats, in on the Twitterverse, anywhere, if you yelled in your shower like the man from any TV show or movie you've seen, Ronaldo Lopez, 5600 bucks at home against the Detroit Tigers. And guys, there is a 20% chance of rain in Chicago today. Are we doing this again? Hell yeah. We are doing this again. Ronaldo Lopez with a bullet. Big fan here. We know how risky he can be, but for 5600 bucks, he has 30-point upside. He's proven it against this Detroit Tigers team before. So down below here, I got Ronaldo 1, Malone 2, Michael Waka 3. So recapping your pitching on this 6-gamer, I got Luis Castillo, Woodruff, Boyd up top. Down below, Lopez, Malone, and Waka, Waka, Waka. To finish things out, let's get to the bats. The catcher's position. You got uh, Yasmani Grandal at 46 if you are fading Castillo, uh, which is always an option on any slate you want. But uh, when, you, when you are fading Castillo, lefty's 310, righty's 237. In the past, lefty's hit him pretty good, especially with the hard contact. So Grandal at 46 is in play. Uh, Omar Narvaez at 44, but James McCann, 4300 versus Matthew Boyd. We know how McCann can get it going against the left side of the, the mound. So he's in play at 4,300. Jason Castro had the night off last night. I like him a lot at 3,800 versus Tanner Anderson. I think that's a big boy play there. We mentioned yesterday because when I recorded, Tanner was scheduled to start. Then Mike Fires came in. Tanner got moved to today. Lefties destroy Tanner Anderson, like destroy Tanner Anderson. I had I already wrote up, wrote up half of my batter breakdown for TQE yesterday in the uh, idea of facing Tanner Anderson. So I had all the, the info there. Not pretty for that boy versus left-handed bats. Uh, so Jason Castro at 38's in play. Vic Caratini, I mentioned him for the loyal listeners. Every time there's a righty on the mound, a hittable righty, I mentioned Caratini because this guy could hit in the minors, hasn't got everyday playing time. They've been playing Wilson Contreras in the outfield lately. He was out there last night. Vic got the start. Vic double-donged. Not going to double-dong every day, but his recent starts, 39, 19, 6. He had a, goose, a couple goose eggs, but last three starts, 39, 19. This guy can hit. He can hit really well. Hopefully they start putting him out there a little more often. He's facing Jordan Lyles today, which is a good spot for Vic Caratini if he cracks the lineup. Lefty's hitting 338 off Lyles. Righty's 292. So when you look at Caratini at 36 in play again, I'm imagining he'll be a little more popular after last night. For those that don't listen to Quick Hits, they might know who he is now. Uh, when you go down even farther, though, you, you pick your poisons. Uh, if Chris Herman gets to start for Barrios, probably not targeting Barrios, but he's 3,200. In a GPP, he's got that power upside. Um, and then it's just see what um, what value pops up throughout the slate like we usually do with our punts of choice throughout the day. First base position, you got Josh Bell who, let's, let's, what's that Britney Spears on? Oops, he did it again. 5600 bucks went deep yet again. An oppo taco last night for Josh Bell at 56 Like that quite a bit. But I like the Rays versus uh, J.A. Happ. I, we've been targeting J.A. Happ quite a bit this year. 
Tampa Bay's uh, lefty's 313, righty's 334 versus J.A. Hab Yandy Diaz at 49. It's very intriguing in the GPP. Eric Thames is crushing it these days. Michael Walker, or uh, Daniel Vogelbach versus Michael Walker. Both solid looks for you there. Jose Ozuna's price tag keeps coming up. I know he's okay in a GPP. I just can't bring myself to pay that price. If you want to get real weird in your pirate stacks, go for it. Against Q, Jose Quintana, you can, but uh, I'm not there. And I didn't mention Quintana. Quintana at 74 is in play. I just like some other guys better, but you can look at Quintana on a short slate if you need to. But uh, farther down you go, Matt Olsen in a GPP versus Barrios. I'm all about that life. If you want to get weird, no problem with that at all. But in reality, this is plain and simple for me. I wrote him up at 4K on Monday. I will be on him again. The masher of thy lefty, Jose Abreu. 21 points and 10 points in the double hitters yesterday. 11 the day before. 4, 8, 30, 0, 14. And he destroys left-handed pitching. He's quietly has 20 home runs on the season. Jose Abreu at 4200 bucks. Very, very good play. If you aren't playing Brandon Woodruff, Joey Votto's not bad at 42. Uh, averaging over 10.6 in his last 10, uh, 10, 7, 10, and 9 in his last 3. So there's savings to be had at first base if you want to pay up for pitching. Like if you want to go uh, Woodruff and Castillo and just double double dip that game, which is a little wild, but hey, get weird. Uh, you can and then get some value down here or just get value here to pay up for bats elsewhere. There's options all around us. Uh, Goldie's 3,800, just a mess. He's a mess right now, but eventually... You'd imagine things are going to start clicking for him. Uh, a few others to take a peek at. Down low, there's actually nothing that's really standing out at all. It's pretty bleak down below. So after, uh, if you want to go Goldie, but it's pretty much Jose Abreu, Joey Botto, or above. Second base, you got uh, DJ the Mayhew's okay, not bad. I like, I, I respect Yanni Chirinos. If you want to go Yankees, you can, but I like Chirinos. Uh, Mustakis in a GPP at 46 is in play for you in that one. Um, a few others to take a peek at. You got the likes of Castanjera at 4K. Definitely worth the look for you. Uh, D. Gordon versus Michael Walker at 4,000. Got some upside. But like Luis Arias, the second base outfielder at 3,800 versus Tanner Anderson. Very solid play. Very good value. You get both both ends of the spectrum there. So very good stuff for you there. Um, if you need to get weird and you want to stack Seattle, Yara Munoz does hit lefties well. Three points last night, but then uh, 16 and 17 and 7 in his previous three. He's 3,800 for the cards. He's worth a look. Uh, Scooter Jeanette's day-to-day now, so that's just freaking great. Uh, the guy's so good. Just get it going, Scoots. Get it going. But uh, other than that, not a ton else here. Uh, like Joey Wendell at 31 could be a play. See what pops up. He might get some day-game values out here. Third base, LeMahieu is in play. Yandy Diaz, though, at 49, like quite a bit. Yohan Mankata, I talked about him yesterday. His, his approach versus lefties has gotten immensely better this year. If you look at his year-by-year splits versus left-handed pitching, it's been dreadful. He's a switch hitter, but he definitely better from the left than the right. Well, he showed it yesterday. Things are improving as he had put up 30 and 10 in his two games there. 30-10-24 in his last three. Really good GPP play versus Matthew Boyd. Uh, you got Moustakis. You got Eugenio Suarez who's hitting everything on the sun right now. Don't hate that at all, but like Colin Moran is lefty-lefty, so be careful, but I like me some Colin on most days of the week. Kyle Seager at 38 has got some upside there versus Michael Walker. Don't hate that at all. Seager's just super, super inconsistent. Uh, keep an eye on Ari Adrianza. If he, he cracks the lineup for the Twins, he cracked it last night. He's 3,600. He'd be a cheaper option for you. Uh, Jung Ho Kong at 34 versus Quintana is a sneaky good op- option. 
First, a left-handed pitcher there. It's about one of the only times to use Jung Ho Kong. Other than that, not much. Shortstop, Javi Baez, 5K. Very, very much in play. Uh, J.P. Crawford at 47, worth a look. But Jorge Polanco at 45 is where I'd be going. In that match, Polanco went deep last night. Again, lefty versus Tanner Anderson. Something to look at there. Didi Gregorius, I keep mentioning him. He keeps hitting another home run last night. He's 4K. I like that quite a bit if you want to go there. Otherwise, $3,800 Willie Adamas is in a really good spot. There's J.A. Happ, big fan of that play there. Uh, Adrianza mentioned him at 36, but Jose Iglesias at 34 for some value if you need something else. Jose Peraza is down to 31 as well. Heading to the outfield, you got Yellick at 58, really good play in the GPP. No hate in that at all. Nelly Cruz at 52. Like Starling Marte at 51, big fan of that play. Uh, Nick Senzel the day off yesterday, hopefully he's back today. Uh, you guys like Brian Reynolds, but Yasiel Puig. The summer of Yasiel went deep yesterday. 21 more points. 21, 21, 19 in his last three starts. 2, 8, 14. The summer of Yasiel, folks. It's happening. He's 4,700 versus Woodruff in play. Max Kepler and Malik Smith, both 4,600. Very solid looks there. And then Tommy Pham's only 45 versus J.A. Happ. I know Pham's kind of struggling. Put up a goose egg yesterday, but 13 and 14 the previous two games. A couple goose eggs, an 8 and a 14. I feel a hot streak coming for Tommy Pham at 4,500 versus Jay Happ. Maybe it starts today. A couple other peaks here. Nick Castellano is always worth a GPP, but like Aaron Hicks, if he's in the middle of that Yankees order at 42, some upside. I do like Chirinos, but good value to be had right there. Um, Kyle Schwarber, only 41 versus Lyles. You do like lefties versus Lyles, so he's worth a look. Byron Buxton at 41, not the worst play. Uh, Jesse Winker at 4K versus Woodruff in a GPP. Very, very good look there. Again, Tyler O'Neill versus a lefty at 3,900. Jose Martinez at 3,900. Eloy Jimenez, 3,800 versus Matt Boyd. Good look for you there. Uh, Luis Arias for Minnesota second base outfield eligible at 3,800. Uh, go peep on that one. Marvin Gonzalez day-to-day is 36 if he cracks the lineup. He's in play for you as well. And then other than that, check your lineups as you'll have some fun stuff to go through there. Recapping your pitching real quick. On this six-game early slate, up top, Castillo, Woodruff, Boyd, down below, Lopez, Malone, Waka, Waka, Waka. All right, let's get to the four-game evening slate. And this should be short and sweet. Not too much to get too excited about here. As, again, four games, you got Hungjin Ryu. The only game on the whole entire day with a total below nine is the Padres' And the Doyers, and the big reason is Hung Jin Ryu is 11100 bucks, And going to be worth every goddamn penny unless you want to get weird and stack the Padres. Uh, the Padres have a three-run a three run total. Lefty's 236, righty's 276. But when you look at San Diego, and this is why I think you can get weird. They have a 346 Woba and a 224 ISO versus lefties. They have a bunch of big, powerful right-handed bats in that lineup. Big ones. So it's, it's an interesting play. I like Ryu a ton. Obviously, he's the NL starter in the All-Star game. The dude's like the Cy Young candidate probably. Or Cy Young favorite, I mean. San Diego strikes out 26% of the time versus lefties. 49.5% ground ball rate for Ryu. What's not to love about Ryu except the fact that it's a four-game slate and you're going to have to be different. You can either play Ryu and get different elsewhere. It's totally fine. You can totally do that. Or you play the Padres. It's that simple. Uh, other pitchers to like, Lance Lynn at 95 at home against uh, the Angels. Yes, at home sucks, but Lynn's been great. And against the Angels this year in two starts, four earned and 12 and two-thirds. 
of late six or more Ks in um, eight straight starts, nine of his last ten. He has basically 20 or he has 18 or more DraftKings points in 10 straight starts. I will take that and run with it on a four game slate. Some, some, some sense of stability on a slate like this is very good. A lot of people don't like to target the Angels because they don't strike out a ton. Also, like, don't like to target pitching in Arlington. I understand both sides of that spectrum. But again, in Anaheim, you take advantage of the situation. Uh, the Angels have a team total of 5.2, lefties 286, righties 282 versus Lance Lynn. So both of those two are in play. Your other options, Denelison Lamette is coming off the IL for tonight's action. He's, they've been showing footage of him hitting 95 plus, even clocking out at 100 at times. His rehab starts were going very, very well. The dude's really, really good, really, really good. He does have hiccups at times, but decent ground ball guy. He's got strikeout upside. Uh, the Dodgers strike out about 20% of the time versus uh, right-handed pitching. They have a team total of all, a little below five, and we know how much they crush right-handed pitching. So take it with a grain of salt, but it's $7,100. Lamette's in play. Like If you want to go Ryu and Lamette, just stack the pitching in that game and then go and get all the bats, no problem with that at all. On a four-game slate, zero problem with that at all. Then the other pitcher, I think he'll be quite popular to match with Ryu. I think you're going to see a lot of Ryu and Hector Velasquez, mainly because he's $5,000. That's what you're going to see. His last two appearances, 10.5 and 11.2 points. He's also had some complete disasters out there. So the Blue Jays are another way to differentiate yourself on the slate as everyone looks to save money on pitching. Uh, when you look at Mr. Velasquez, he's not even on my sheet today. So that's outstanding. So Toronto, do, do, do. yeah, Rick Porcello was scheduled last night. So I don't even have Velasquez on here yet. But uh, they do have a 306 Wobo and a 185 ISO versus right-handed pitching. So Velasquez is kind of a mess. You can definitely pick on them if you're Toronto. But uh, that's where you're looking on the slate for pitching. It's Ryu. It's Lynn up top. If you want to be different, you attack Ryu. Otherwise, and then Lamette and Velasquez down below. I think you can double. You can just do the Padre uh, Dodgers pitchers and get bats elsewhere. Or go like Lynn Lamette and Lynn Velasquez, but it, it, it's a mess. It's an absolute mess. Let's go to the bats real quick. Uh, Christian Vasquez went deep again yesterday's 4K versus Stroman. Good look for you there. Brian McCann versus Eflin at 34. I can get behind that one. Uh, then Danny Jansen at 31. The price tag is coming up as he is really starting to rake. Averaging almost 10 over his last 10. Went deep yesterday. 16-26-0, 16-3-24 of late. Danny Jansen doing what we all thought he would do at the beginning of the season. It's now happening. Um, and then other than that, you know, Francisco Mejia, probably not. Uh, unless he's switch hitting it out there for you. Uh, Jeff Mathis, the usual $2,000 punt if you choose. First base, you like Muncy versus Lamette, but Freddie Freeman versus Eflin. Big fan of that one. When you look at the Braves, they have a team total of 5.75. Uh, lefty's 356, righty's 269 versus Eflin. So Freddie Freeman, very much in play for you this evening. Uh, Reese Hoskins or Soroka? Nah, not so much. I, I respect Soroka. Soroka could be another pitcher to target if you so choose. Uh, Philly's got a 4.75 team total. Lefty's 311, righty's 268 off Soroka. If you need to get weird, the Blue Jays will be low on. We know the power upside they have, but not running to go there. Like Michael Chavis at 4K is nice. Justin Smoke, only 39 versus Velasquez, is very, very nice. That's some savings with some serious upside. So is Rowdy Rowdy Telez at 3,600. So a couple ways to go about it at the first base position. Second base, our boy Lourdes Guriel took Chris Sale deep last night. So a big fan of him. He's up to 5,500. Do you remember when we played Lourdes when he was a value play, folks? Do you remember that? People thought I was crazy. Well, I am crazy, but 
5,500 for Lourdes is pretty damn awesome. Uh, you get like Eric Sogard at 48. Gavin Biggio at 47 is a very good play tonight. <coughs> very good play. Hopefully, he can clean up in that order. Ozzy Albies, 42. Not bad as well. I like that Biggio play at 47. If you so choose. Uh, give me one second. Rudin Odor in a GPP at 39 is not bad if you need to go there. But like Brock Holt at 34, really good value at the position tonight. Third base, Rafael Devers. He's up to 53, everybody. He's getting that DK respect on a whole four-game slate. Thanks, DraftKings. Salute to you. But uh, Rafael Devers, 53. Good look for you there. Machado at 43, I like a little bit there versus Ryan. I'll be totally honest. I like that a little bit. Just a little bit. That's pretty interesting. Uh, again, lefty's 236, righty's 276. To get contrarian, Machado at 43 is pretty, pretty nice. But you got like Johnny Donaldson and Vlad Guerrero. The Donaldson 4K, Guerrero 3,900. I think Toronto's a fun stack. They're affordable for the most part outside of Lourdes. And a lot of people are going to use Velasquez to get, uh, to get cheap, to get bigger bats to go with Ryu. So... Interesting way to attack it there. Uh, Zerubo Cabrera at 36 versus Canning uh, is worth a look. David Fletcher at 36 if you're going against Lance Lynn is another option on this slate. Shortstop Fernando Tatis Jr. at 51. Not bad against Ryu. But like Bogarts at 47. Swanson at 45. Places I'd be looking at right there. Machado once again 4,300. You can pick on that. Like Freddie Galvis only 4K brings some value to the table in his matchup. Maybe some Aronson Simmons, Luis Ringifo at 31. A couple cheaper options for you there. And then we head to the outfield. You got Joey Gallo, 57. Belly Bombs. If you guys didn't see it last night, if you're on the East Coast and you're sleeping, Belly Bombs had a walk-off dong last night that looked like it went to the moon. It was a monstrous shot to right center field. And he had the so cool, the new, it looks like it's almost like a bat flip down now. These guys are doing it. It's, it's, it's cool. It's training. It's hippie. It must be like a hipster movement. I don't know. But uh, Bellinger at 56, always. Yeah, Guriel Acuna Jr. at 54. I think he'll get overlooked on this slate. I think he goes deep tonight against Eflin. That's a good play there. Trout's always in play. Otani's not bad. But up top, 5K and above, uh, I think Bellinger, Acuna Jr., uh, outside of the obvious Trout everyday play. It would be really good. Go below 5K, though. Biggio at 47. I talked about him at second base. He's second base outfit eligible. He's in play. Mookie Betts at 45. Austin Riley went deep yesterday. He's 45 tonight and in play again. Uh, you got like Nomar Mazar, J.D. Martinez, both good looks here. If you don't want to go up to 5K, you don't have to. Bryce Harper had his 200th career home run last night. His 1,000th career hit at the same time. He's 43. You got Jock Jams and Verdugo at 43, both versus Lamette. Something to keep in mind there. Because I don't think Lamette will go past like five innings. I think they'll have him on a short leash. He'll uh, and then get that Padres bullpen, which is very, very hit and miss. You got Benintendi at 4K. Something to keep an eye on there. Uh, Marquecas at 39, but then Renfro at 39 versus Ryu. Fred Milray is at 37. Got some cheapies in San Diego if you want to go to Dong City. Just telling you. Uh, Cole Calhoun at 39. And trust me, the guys in San Diego go 0 for 16 with 16 strikeouts too. Because Ryu is that good. But in that scenario where things go south, boom, shakalaka. Jackie Bradley Jr. 3,600 versus Stroman. Very, very good look as well. So interesting, fun Crappy four-game slate. Depends on how you want to look at it. Recapping your pitching on the four-game. you got Ryu and Lynn. And you got Lamette and Velasquez. All right. If you're stacking it up on the early slate. On the early, early slate. You're looking at the likes of, say, um, 
I think Minnesota versus Tanner Anderson talked about the lefties versus Tanner. Very good look there. Tampa Bay versus Jay Happ. I'm a fan of attacking Jay Happ all season. I'll go back to that well. The Cubs lefties versus Jordan Lyles can be very intriguing in that matchup. Then if you want to get weird, the Chicago White Sox, I don't mind at all. And like Cincinnati-Milwaukee could be interesting, but for me, I think I'm going to focus on Chicago. Both Chicago's, preferably the White Sox. And then Minnesota and um, Tampa Bay. Minnesota was my top stack on the early slate. And then if you're going in the afternoon, like we talked about already, or the evening, like we talked about, you get weird with the Padres. You get weird with the Padres. Otherwise, you get Toronto because a lot of guys are going to use Boston's cheapie. Uh, if you want, if you don't like the Padres, but you want to go to Toronto, no problem with that at all. They're very affordable. Uh, don't don't sleep on Biggio. I think he has a good night tonight. But then I think Atlanta versus Eflin. That's the the, the good one in the middle there. Uh, a good one to get to there. And then Texas versus Griffin Canning could be fun as well. BBP on this slate. Jose Abreu, 12 for 24 with a double. Two home runs versus Matt Boyd. He mashes lefties. He's 4200 bucks. He's a man of, of the people on quick hits. Jose Abreu. All right. Sorry. I just I love that play. John Hicks, 4 for 12 with a double and a homer off Ronaldo Lopez. Nick Castellanos, 10 for 27, six doubles. Joey Votto, 5 for 6, two homers off Brandon Woodruff. Yasmani Grandal, 5 for 9, two doubles, two homers off of Castillo. Hira, Moustakis, Yellick, Braun have all homered off Castillo. Corey Dickerson, 5 for 11 with a double and a homer off Quintana. Bell, Osuna have homered off Quintana as well. Russell, Schwarber, Hayward, Descalso all have homers off of Lyles. Uh, Avisil Garcia, 4 for 12 with two homers off J.A. Have. Avi loves his lefties. Loves them. Josh Donaldson, 4 for 5, three doubles and a homer off Eflin. He was cheap. Freeman's gone deep against Eflin as well. Uh, Justin Smoke, 12 for 43, three doubles and five home runs. That's off of Rick Porcello, though, unfortunately. But he's still cheap and affordable versus Velasquez. Bogart's 11 for 36, two doubles, two homers off Marcus Stroman. That's not too shabby. As a team, they're at 280, uh, 248 versus Stroman. But, like, Bogart's 11 for 26, Vasquez, 7 for 19, Brock Holtz, 7 for 25, Benintendi, 6 for 15. Some good looks there for Boston. Andleton Simmons, 5 for 11 with a double and a homer off of Lance Lynn. Yeah, Boar, Trout, up that have all taken Lynn deep. Will Myers, 5 for 12, three doubles and a homer off Ryu. Fran Reyes, 1 for 5 with the homer. Uh, so small samples, but stuff to keep an eye on in that one. There you have it, folks. Quick hits in the books. July 4th edition, six game early, four game main. I'm on Twitter at BD Entry. If you give a rating and review on iTunes, would really appreciate it. I hope everybody has a great day. Quantage.com will take care of you over there. Promo code Bubba. Big thing is coming after the All-Star break, so keep an eye on that. Uh, good stuff out there. And then FantasySportsDegens.com, the FantasySportsDegens Slack chat. Come join us, chatter on all sports, all times. We'll take care of you there. But until then, have a fun and a safe 4th of July. Thanks for being listeners to the Quick Hits. Enjoy your day. This was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Thursday, 4th of July edition. I'm out. Life's better with an auto policy from American Family Insurance. No matter what dreams you're driving towards. That's because our expert agents will make you feel totally protected with the right auto coverage at the right price. You'll also save up to 23% when you bundle auto with home. 
American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.